Welcome to The Grace Space, a space to unlearn what the fitness industry has ingrained in our minds for years. From weights making us bulky to eating 1,200 calories a day, health and fitness can be so black and white, which causes unhealthy relationships with food, exercise, and ultimately, ourselves. When you come to a gray space, you will learn how to stay consistent with the things that genuinely make you feel good and enjoy. So come hang with me and learn how to take back your life without labels, guilt, or restriction. Welcome to the gray space. What's up, you guys, and welcome back to the Gray Space Podcast. If you are new here, beyond excited to have you. If you are a frequent listener, thank you so much for your continued support. My name is Corinne Brown. I am a certified nutrition coach and online trainer, and I am here to share with you the raw truth about health and fitness in general, what works, what doesn't, what is a load of BS, and ultimately what is sustainable. The way my podcast is structured is I always start off with a question of the week. I'm going to give you the black and white answer that Google says. Then we discuss the gray space within that answer. Then we're going to do a little catch-up segment. I truly believe that health and fitness should only be a part of our lives, not our entire life. So I do discuss things that are outside of health and fitness in here. Ultimately, really what's on my mind, things that I'm loving, things that are going on in my life, just so you can get to know me better and relate to me. Just because health and fitness is my job, I don't talk about this stuff 24-7. And it doesn't mean that I'm perfect with it either. And I don't have my life together all the time. I'm only human. And I think sharing that side of things will help other people realize that this stuff isn't easy, but it is so fulfilling and it makes our life 10 times better. So working on building a healthy lifestyle together is ultimately the main reason why I started this podcast. And then of course, we're going to jump right into the topic of the episode. If you are here to only listen to that title of this episode, stick around for the question of the week at least because you're going to get a lot of value from that. You'll never become successful with your health and fitness journey until you quit the black and white thinking and understand that there is a gray area within almost everything. Then you can fast right on forward until you get to the topic of the episode. So this week's question, how to order healthy at a restaurant? So Google says, keep in mind, I always read the first thing that pops up. So it says, here are some healthy food options to order at a restaurant. Italian, meatballs and salad. Mexican, chicken fajitas. Sandwich shop, open face sandwich. Chinese, beef and broccoli. Sushi, one to two rolls. Indian, tandoori chicken. Never had that. Burger joint, no bun. Steakhouse, grilled steak, four ounces, and veggies. And then it ends with saying, when ordering, look for entrees that focus on lean protein, such as chicken, fish, beans, and vegetables. Okay, vegetable is not a protein. Go for black beans or pinto beans rather than the refried beans. And ask for lettuce leaves instead of a tortilla to lower your carb intake. Okay, let's get into the gray, guys. Because anyone new to nutrition, this just shows that eating healthy is kind of 
bland and boring and has these strict rules to it, when in reality, we can make healthy food taste just as good and still have a great restaurant experience. When I was in the black and white thinking, I would avoid going out to restaurants. I would eat just very plain chicken, like it could not even be cooked in any olive oil because I was on this like no fats kick and I would have lettuce with only vinegar. So I always avoided it because I'm gonna be around all of these delicious foods and I didn't want them to tempt me. When in reality, going out to eat is something that should be a very fun experience, whether you're with one person or you're with a whole group. And we shouldn't have to feel so triggered by these other foods because we are putting, we are being so restrictive on them. So I wanna teach you how to have a great experience and still be able to eat healthy with this. So let's start with the drinks. If you want an alcoholic beverage, opt out for the dessert. Not to deem that dessert is bad, but a combination of alcohol and sugar isn't good for us, obviously. So let's just pick our poison when it comes to this. Personally, I'm only drinking alcohol if it's something on the weekend or just like a social event in general. If it's just my husband and I going out to eat and it's not for like a specific occasion, usually I'm not going to get any alcohol. The best option is obviously water or seltzer water with some lemon and lime. But if you don't want to have alcohol, but you still want to enjoy like a little fancy drink, I'll usually go for a low sugar mocktail to feel like I am having a drink or good old Diet Coke. Now when the bread comes out, I don't have it right away because it's a blood sugar spike that you don't need, which will cause us to be more hungry and more likely overeat. And that goes for any carb that you have by itself. You wanna make sure that you're having it with at least a fat or a protein in order to keep that blood sugar lower. Depending on your entree, you can order a side salad to come out first if you really want something before, or if the company you are with wants to order an appetizer, have it with them. Don't restrict yourself on something that is already a very small portion and you're just going to have a little bit of because a little bit of anything is not going to ruin your progress. As for your entree, always ask for something that is grilled, steamed, or baked. Avoid any fried foods. You want it to be protein focused because that is going to be the most satiating thing and has so many vitamins and minerals in it and it's so good for us. Now people say like, eat your greens, eat your greens. When I'm going to have kids, I'm going to be like, eat your protein because it's so good for you. To make it balanced, have a carb and a veggie. So when Google mentioned like for the Italian dinner to just have meatballs in a salad, there's your protein, a little bit of carbs with the breadcrumbs, but not a lot and then the salad is your veggie, you can add that slice of bread that had come out in the beginning now for your carb choice. Throw a little butter on it. Live a little. It's pretty simple when you look at it that way and not worry and stress about how all of these bad foods are going to ruin your progress. And for dessert, share it with the table. At this point, you should have had enough protein and veggies to fill your belly up but I get I get it the second stomach does happen when we see dessert and a couple of bites will satisfy that craving and that's okay I have an entire episode that goes into this in more detail called navigating routines healthy snacks and dining out while traveling so I highly recommend you listening to that so let's catch up 
First off, last week I got on the topic of men going to strip clubs for bachelor parties. I know, very off topic of me. And I think it's because the last five summers, my girlfriends and I have these conversations over and over and we hear news stories of what these men do on these trips. And I just honestly wanted your take on it. And I'm not going to lie, I was kind of shocked at it being 50-50. It was right down the middle. Some of you are totally fine with it. And some believe it was only for single people or they just aren't okay with it, period. And in my head, you know, I'm thinking maybe the girls that are fine with it, number one, you're very secure in your relationship and you have a great man. Or you're maybe a little naive on what actually goes down at these because I think I am personally scarred because of these stories I've heard. Not even of what has been done to me, but these stories that I've heard that literally breaks my heart for these women. And especially the actions of married men on these trips. Stories I've heard from friends and men's rationalization of if she's a 12, it's okay to do. I've heard it all and it disgusts me. And listen, Bobby's a grown ass man. He can make decisions for himself. It's not like I don't allow him to go on these. He's gone on maybe five since we've been married. I tell him, you can look, but you don't touch. That's our role. You can sit by the stage, throw all your singles. But the minute that you go into that private room, it's getting disrespectful and expect your shit to be out on the curb. A lot of men do it, which is, I'm sorry, fucked up, because imagine if we did something like that. Just imagine. And look, I know I can be crazy. I know this can sound a little aggressive. I'm protective. I get jealous easily. But we both agree. He wouldn't want me all over some guy. So why would it be okay for some girl to be all over him? It comes down to respect. Simple as that. And... I'm done with this topic, but thank you so much for participating because no answer was wrong. I was just genuinely curious and I'm not trying to sway you one way to the other. In my opinion, men are pigs. I have a husband that I trust with absolutely everything in my heart, but it doesn't mean that I agree with just strip clubs in general. So we are getting ready to leave for Myrtle Beach. I talked a little bit about this last week with Bobby's family. And usually Bobby's parents watch Ellie while we're away. And with them coming with us, I didn't want to bother asking my friends because, I don't know, she could be, Ellie's a lot. Like, love her to death. But this little, she's an American Eskimo mini. She's about like 25, 30 pounds and just a huge fluff ball. She's right now in her seasonal shed when I say it is so disgusting. The amount of hair that I have brushed off of her, I could literally make another dog out of it. It's so bad. For the first time, I'm using care.com, if you've ever heard of it. And I have to say, I am so impressed with how easy it is. You go on there, you pick what kind of service you want. I chose pet care, obviously, but there, I laughed when I saw this. There's child care, senior care, tutoring, home services. They honestly have it all. I don't think I would ever use it other than for pet sitting or I don't know, the home services, like getting your house clean is not a bad idea. But 
For pet care, then it puts it into subcategories, doggy daycare, boarding, dog walking, and pet sitting. Maybe I live under a rock and you guys use this all the time. I've just never used this before. So I chose pet sitting, obviously. And you put in your address and then they match you up with a couple of people that you can select from of like who you would want to watch your dog. They show their picture, they show the little bio, it shows their rates, experience level, they have an extensive background check, and then people will accept the job and then you pick from the people that accepted it. And I'm meeting up with the girl that accepted the job. She's she lives super close, which is great. So she doesn't actually need to like sleep over in my house because I thought that was kind of weird. I'm like, do you feel comfortable sleeping in a complete stranger's house? I mean, if it's fine with you, it's fine with me. But I don't know. I just, I like was feeling awkward for her. And she was like, oh no, like I live so close. So I just told her like, look, as long as you are there for most of the day and you're there with her at night until Ellie goes to bed, totally fine with it. And I know that Ellie is in good hands. So if you're looking for a pet sitter, try care.com. I know this is not sponsored, but you know, maybe one day. So we are already in July. That's crazy that I'm saying that summer is flying, go figure. And this is normally the time people start to stop caring about their summer body. It's kind of like New Year's resolutions where they get into like February, March. It's like, well, that's out the door. And it's because summer's already here. You might have already had your vacation and that was your only motivation to eat healthy and work out. Or you're just really freaking busy with all the social events going on plus work and motivation is down and laziness is creeping back up on just not putting any effort into taking better care of yourself. And if you're feeling like this, you aren't the only one. I don't know if it's because us people that live in the northeastern area should mostly stay indoors right now because of these damn Canada fires. Like, it's horrible that this is happening, but our air quality is so bad. When I walked outside, and this was before, like, I looked at the weather I looked at the news and I'm like why does it smell like burning rubber out here and why is it so ridiculously foggy like I get it's foggy in the morning but I couldn't see anything and then I got in social media and I'm like oh this is what's going on so the last week I haven't really gone outside like I kind of forgot about it and went outside one day and it was a ghost town in my neighborhood like no one was out there and I had Ellie and I was like is this like dog abuse should I like go back inside so I did I care way too much for what people think, but I'm also caring about our health. But I've noticed the less I move because I take my hot girl walks very seriously because of how much better I feel after. Like I solely walk for my mental health more than anything. But I've noticed the last week I feel like I've been more lazy because sitting for long periods of time, it does make us more tired. If you're right now just feeling unmotivated and lazy, I do highly recommend creating some sort of step goal for yourself to hit most days. Make it realistic. Like don't start with 10k if you're only getting 2000 steps a day. Maybe start with like 3000 or 4000 steps and hit it most days out of the week. And it will actually give you more energy and you'll create that domino effect to keep going. Because we as humans make thousands of decisions each day. And 
It's in those moments of contemplation that we waste our cognitive energy. And if we hesitate long enough, our body is going to persuade our minds to make up a decision that keeps us comfortable, which is why we tend to skip workouts and procrastinate on tasks. I do it all the time. You are listening to the queen of procrastination, unfortunately. I get it done, but I always will procrastinate. And if you feel like you've completely fallen off, you might have just put too much on your plate or your goals just weren't sustainable enough for you right now. Don't feel the need to jump back into it all, all at once. So if you were, you know, say going to the gym three, four times a week and you're back to zero, why don't you start with one day this week? And if you're thinking, what's one day going to do? Like that's not going to do anything. It's one extra day you've added to work out that you weren't doing before. So yes, you are doing something and it will add up. Stay consistent with that one day until you feel like you can add another one confidently and stay consistent with that. And you will eventually start building that habit back up again. And you'll eventually get back into your routine where you're going three to four times a week. But jumping right back into that will actually cause more weeks of skipping, feeling completely burnt out, and unfortunately not going at all. As for nutrition... I always get into ruts that I just don't feel like slaving away in the kitchen. I want to be in and out of there, do the bare minimum as fast as possible. Sometimes I'm like, well, I'll have to wash like five things if I do this. So I don't want to like this. I'll literally talk myself out of that. But that's okay. Because there are going to be times that I put my little chef hat on and get super inspired to try new things. It ebb and flows. Don't beat yourself up about it and instead create a little go-to lazy girl menu when you don't feel like cooking and when you are in those moods. We want to make sure they are number one high in protein when we're creating this menu for ourselves and you're still getting a lot of whole foods in for those vitamins and minerals that our body needs so, so badly. So I want to share with you some of my go-tos. First one rotisserie chicken. You can add this in a pre-mixed salad. So literally it's already a bunch of different things in this pre-mixed salad. You toss it in a bowl, you cut up a little bit of the rotisserie chicken, you throw that on top and add your favorite dressing. Throw it on a wrap or a sandwich. And I've even put it on top of pre-made cauliflower crust pizza. Amazing. Lunch meat. You can make your own little charcuterie board with some different cheeses, meats, fruits. You could throw it on a Sammy. Super easy. Smoothies. This is a great way to get lots of nutrients and hit your protein. Add spinach or kale, chia seeds, your favorite frozen fruits, protein powder, milk of choice, nut butters. And there you have a delicious nutrient-packed smoothie that will take you less than five minutes to make. Now, I'm going to be cautious with this one when I say this, but Trader Joe's frozen dinners. Why I'm cautious on this is even though Trader Joe's is known for being healthy and freaking delicious, because it is, a lot of the frozen dinners are processed, which means they are adding 
seed oils in that that aren't good for our health on top of other chemicals in there. But seed oils cause a lot of inflammation in our body and honestly wreak havoc on our health. What I want you to do is make sure that you're reading the ingredient list whenever you're there. Their chicken chow mein. Oh my gosh, it's one of my favorites. I'll add a little more chicken to it because they just don't give you nearly enough, but it is so, so good. I mean, canned chicken or tuna. Canned chicken's a little sus in my opinion, but to each their own. You can add jasmine rice in a microwave for like five minutes. It's done. Add some avocado, throw a little spicy mayo in there, and then... You can just mix all that and then get some seaweed wraps and just toss those on that and eat those. Something that's super easy and it's like you're making your own sushi roll. And of course, you can't go wrong with a good old quesadilla. Buy a pre-made pico with protein, cheese, lettuce, dip it in sour cream, bomb. I can honestly keep going. But those are some of the ideas for you and I hope those helped. But I've noticed in times where I'm feeling lazy and unmotivated, I'm not aligned with myself, which makes doing anything 10 times harder. You right now are looking at all of the wrong that you've done. The slip-ups, the failures, the mistakes, things that have gone wrong. You have to be able to learn and let go and forgive yourself and love yourself enough to find the things that keep you motivated and sustain the effort you're putting into yourself. Because if not, every setback and challenge is going to be extremely hard to overcome, which will reinforce the cycle. So forgive yourself, be patient, and above all else, we got to love ourselves and that shift will happen for you. We just have to take it slowly. We got to have little hacks for ourselves whenever we are feeling down and always come back and recenter yourself as to why you are doing this. Help your mind remember why you're working on yourself so much. And unfortunately, if you're solely doing it for the reasons of appearance, it's not going to last. You have to have a deeper meaning as to why you want to take care of yourself and create this healthy, sustainable lifestyle for yourself. Don't always think of just the now. Think of 10 years from now, 20 years from now. We want to be here for a long time. Life is beautiful and we want to enjoy it feeling our absolute best. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you can do me a favor, scroll down and just hit that five star button and hit that star button to be able to rate the podcast, leave a little review. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you can do me a favor, scroll down a little lower on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify and hit that star button, leave a review. Don't forget to follow, subscribe, so you guys get the notification as soon as a new episode is out. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week, and until next time, I'll see ya. Bye, guys.